0: What's up everybody, Josiah Roy here, welcome to another episode of Geek Got Game, the Geek Versus All Video Games Podcast. With me today, Mr. Jeffrey Pavlock. Hey man. Just us two today flying solo together. Yeah, ex- <laughs> ex- exactly. <laughs> I say solo as much as I can, as solo is just over oh, less than two weeks out uh, from Solo A Star Wars Story, which has me very excited. Early critical response is about exactly as I hoped. Good. Seems like it's fun, doesn't take itself too seriously. Actors do a good job. Obviously, Donald Glover steals the show. Yada, yada.
1: I heard Harrison Ford was very happy with Alden Ehrenreich.
0: Saying a lot. Saying a lot. So uh, we'll take that.
1: That's uh, Yeah, that's definitely a good uh, compliment there.
0: So this will uh, be our E3 prediction show. Our last show, we just had to do the math here before E3. <laughs> uh, because this is a monthly show, the next one would fall during the week of E3, which is June 14th. Uh, so we're going to have to see... And shuffle up a bit and see if we're going to do a podcast or not uh, or what's going on with that. I I will be in Los Angeles. I would say
1: some of us are going to be on the opposite side of this continent around that time.
0: (laughs) So uh, we'll see what happens there. But seeing (laughs) as we are going to do our uh, annual prediction show, um, one thing that's been floating around, I had not heard until Andrew Garvey of the Geekiverse told me, do you predict Obi-Wan makes a cameo in Solo?
1: Ooh. Well, you said uh, Ewan McGregor was at the premiere, correct?
0: Yes, He's um, the only one that's there that didn't make sense. Yeah, just like Frank Oz was the only one at Last Jedi who didn't make sense, and boom, he y- was Yoda. You never know. I so I predict no, and I that he's not in the movie. Yeah, but I predict that that's just our fun little tease of getting the Obi Wan movie that has been rumored for a long time. Yeah, I think that's where okay. we're going. So uh, we'll start off as we start off every G three. What a, what are you playing right now, Pavlok. What's um,
1: in your system? Oh, I mean, I'm always I'm always playing Mario Kart because you keep you keep challenging me. We didn't get a I chance. I know. The other did, I know. That's the thing. We didn't really get a chance.
0: I was really upset. I uh, thought by the time I got up there. So we did our, uh, our 40 year anniversary live stream the other day, which was a, a blast. Oh yeah, two hours straight, just that was, about. That was a riot. Uh, that was great. Check that out. You can look at facebookcom slash to view that in its entirety. Uh, We had just a little bit of everybody just about there, Uh, but uh, upstairs, it sounded like a riot. You guys uh, were playing Mario Kart, uh, and then we played afterwards Secret Hitler, which is a board game if you weren't uh, familiar with it. It was the first time I played it, first time Jamie played it, first time Seth.
1: First time most of you played it. I think Sam was new. Yep.
0: It was a blast. Oh, yeah. So if you are familiar with the game, I had the last play in all three games we played yeah that, one, for better that, or was, worse. that was pretty cool <laughs> one was lucky one was good and one was awful so uh <laughs> that's basically how my night went but mario kart anything else right now we got a busy week ahead so I don't yeah know you
1: have time. um you know switch is still kind of quiet up until um we start finally seeing some new releases so i've been trying to give the 3ds a little love before that finally you know sails off into the sunset um i've been playing monster hunter stories which is like Monster Hunter, but with the Pokemon kind of style. Instead of fighting the monsters, you recruit them and you fight with them. It's a turn-based RPG. I've dumped like 85 hours into that. I, I'm I'm a huge Monster Hunter fan, so even though this was a you know definite off, um, I I enjoyed the heck out of it. I thought it was a really fun, very competent game, not just fan service. And you know, if this is the last game I ever play on my 3DS, this was a good. one. This was a nice one to end it on. It's a nice swan song right yep. there.
0: I um. For me, right now, what I've been playing is The Witcher 3. Ah! Uh, I bought, I actually, I got the game as a gift at least two years ago. Um, it just, it came out around the time Batman Arkham Knight came out. So for me, being a huge Arkham fan, that was just tough timing. Yeah. Um, Sam, uh, Sammy B. of the Geekiverse is also playing it uh, now for the first time. We're just a few levels off of each other, which is great. But it's good to have someone to talk to about it. Um, i can't believe how good that game is wonderful game people recommend it as a a system seller whether you're talking about xbox one or ps4 uh so it came out in 2015 it is beautiful there's certain graphic points that i'm like okay it looks just the slightest bit like it came out a few years ago but overall it's incredible the combat's a lot of fun the story is very very engaging and uh, i'm i'm a big fan of it 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 could help because i just played skyrim and i was not Uh, a big fan of that don't tell anybody Don't worry, I'm uh, not either. The combat's terrible. Oblivion for life. Oh my gosh, yeah. I uh, I don't know. I uh, (laughs) I waited all these years to play Skyrim, and I was let down a little bit, but maybe that's because I waited so long. Uh, Anyway, yeah, Witcher 3 for me. And then last night, believe it or not, I popped in Star Wars Battlefront 2 for the first time in ages because the solo DLC is coming out this week. Uh, Actually, by the time you're hearing this, it'll be out already. So a free DLC pack. You get to play in Jabba the Hutt's Palace, which I think is great. Uh, They're releasing different outfits. So you can be Lando's disguise and you can also be Bausch, which is princess Leia. Right. Really excited about that. I I hope you can see Harrison Ford's, uh, or Han Solo's carbonite on the wall. I think that would be, I was just about
1: to ask that. Like, is it there even if you play as Han Solo (laughs) kind of like, you know, you know, paradox kind of thing there.
0: That would be awesome. I, I would love that. Uh, you know, battlefront two, I think is a really, really good game. I think, uh, it got a lot of criticism at launch deservedly. So for what EA did, but I think the company more than the game deserves the criticism there gotcha, uh, because gotcha. it, it's, it's a good combat. It's, if you're a Star Wars fan at all, you like it. I think uh, in general, if you like shooters, you would enjoy this game. It might not be as competitive as something like Call of Duty or Battlefield, but I think it's more than competent. It has beautiful graphics, good gameplay. It feels good to play. It, it, it's like you play a, a DICE Battlefield game. So that's what I've been doing a little bit of there. Seth, let me borrow Shadow of the Colossus for PS4, the, the remastered version. Will not be able to play that probably, jeez, I don't even know. Uh, it's on my list. Also, uh, Games with Gold this month for Xbox Live. If you are a Gold subscriber, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain is free starting on May 15th all the way through the end of the month. That is going to be a nice pickup for me. However, the big game of the month for me is going to be May 25th's release of Detroit Become Human. Uh, the Quantic Dream game, the follow-up, the spiritual successor to games like Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls. I'm a huge fan of the storytelling. We got our hands on the demo at E3 last year. I love the way it played. I think it's going to be an engrossing story. And uh, Tom wrote up, uh, Tom Colbert at thegeekiverse.com, a quick impressions on the new PS4 demo that came out. Uh, but other than that, I think um, uh, also State of Decay 2 is coming out this month, I should mention. Okay. I know you you and I are probably not going to play that, but uh, someone like Adam or even uh, Garvey might pick, pick that one up. We'll see. So in the news uh, for the recent weeks here, just a few big things to touch on before we get into the meat of the show. Uh, we got another Red Dead Redemption 2 trailer. This was the third one that we got. Um, are you? What, what did you think of it? Did, did anything stand out to you at all, or is this just, a, just another trailer that kind of furthers along?
1: Yeah, unfortunately, I kind of go more so with the latter. I got to be honest, um, as much as I appreciate and respect Red Dead, I'm not crazy, crazy into it like some people are.
0: Yeah, I think if this if they said GTA GTA Six was coming out, I'd be all over it right now.
1: Yeah, uh, I think I think I'd agree with that.
0: I think I think this will be a really good game. Um, I just I'm not to that level. I I loved the original. I, I played it right when it came out. I think um, the trailer here. I was a little bit disappointed that there wasn't any gameplay. However, rumors have been leaking that there was gameplay in it that they just didn't have the HUD on screen. Oh. Well, which, if that's the case, then holy crap!
1: Yeah, oh, I'll bet the game is going to be drop dead gorgeous. I bet the game world is going to be ginormous. Um,
0: I can't imagine how how good looking it's going to be. You know, you just had God of War, which is a cinematic right. marvel, but uh, you know, time will tell on that. So that comes out October 26th later this year, PS4, Xbox One. Mm-hmm. That's got to look good on an Xbox One X. I can't imagine. Probably, yeah, I, w- I would MTV. imagine so. With, I heard HDR support with that is going to be just through the roof, so that that's going to be exciting. I want to see some gameplay. I want to know a little bit more about the game, but at the same time, there's a part of me that likes not having everything spilled for me. Definitely. It doesn't happen anymore these days. No,
1: never happened. Bull.
0: No, not at all. Uh, Sony. Discuss the Big Four, they call it, that they're going to be focusing on for their E3 presentation. So we're not going to see any hardware. There was a rumor that PS5 early specs were going to be
1: oh, geez. discussed, and no, I thought that was a little Yeah, bit... come on, let's let's wait a few more years on that.
0: We're we're just in the meat of this thing. Let's, yeah, let's seriously. take a break, everybody. I agree. Like I'm I'm not ready to upgrade systems again. I, no, I just gotta, no, 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 no.
1: I got a switch. <laughs> I
0: got an Xbox One X last year's Oh my gosh, I spent so much on, on video game systems, and I got a PS4 maybe two years before that when they did a Star Wars Battlefront edition. So the big four, we got Spider-Man, which is coming out in September. We talked about that a little bit on the last episode of G3. Uh, let's see here. I'm already drawing a blank.
1: The big four for Sony this yep. year?
0: Death Stranding.
1: Okay, that's Stranding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's maybe, kind of interesting to me. We've got to see gameplay of that now finally, right? I mean, we've known about the game for years, and we've just seen you know, outrageous cinematics.
0: Well, <laughs> uh, stay tuned because I've got a prediction based on Death Stranding oh, for no. our predictions here. <laughs> oh, no. It's oh, not, no, it's no, not no. a
1: game, is it? You think it's a movie. <laughs> it's <laughs> an
0: interactive movie. <laughs> I never even considered <laughs> that. Uh, let's see. What am I missing here? I'm missing two other ones. I'm not prepared at all. It, it happens. It's, mo- it's Monday. Yeah, jeez, What a day.
1: We all And we have a lot on our minds right now.
0: Sony's E3, big four.
1: Spider-Man. Death Stranded. Pulling it up here. All right. Death Stranded. I say, can you can you throw a developer at me? Maybe I can. Oh, oh.
0: stupid here. Uh, Last of Us Two. Oh, duh! (laughs) Can't believe I forgot that. That will be the centerpiece, according to uh, the recent uh, announcement. Probably well deserved. Yeah, that's um, that's a game. Again, we've gotten very, very little on. Do you think that's coming out this year or next year?
1: Uh, I'll say next year. I would say summer of next year. Yeah, I think this year is maybe um, hoping a little bit too much. Especially considering that we've seen or heard so little of it.
0: And with Spider-Man PS4 being exclusive, I think right. they should space him out a little bit. Because mm-hmm. then it allows you to get God of War, Spider-Man, uh, Detroit become human in the middle of all that. They they can wait a little bit. Uh, the other one was Ghost of Tsushima. I totally forgot about that. Who develops that? That is... Hang on, hang on. Ghost of Tsushima. Zucker Punch. Oh! So, the uh, the makers of Infamous i see yes um i i've seen relatively little on that game i'm looking forward to seeing more on it i
1: think you would i think you would pronounce that Shushi sorry shushima because okay. tsu in japanese or anything from japanese is usually um it, it's you drop the t basically
0: yeah you're probably right on that <laughs>
1: although shushima yeah yeah shushima easier said than that's easier said sister. than <laughs> said easier said than said let's it leave it at that
0: it doesn't roll off the tug there
1: but uh no hey if it's the infamous guys i'm I'm all over that then
0: i uh i was actually hoping for another infamous game by now i, I would have been perfectly
1: sequel. fine with that man especially with you know the superhero hype right now avengers all that I, people would be into it
0: they'd be a good studio to get their hands on a marvel game or a dc game yeah oh, maybe that's next tool oh, we'll see after uh insomniacs what you know what they have going on with spider-man uh, the, the other news here is that uh, today, actually, so we're recording this on May 14th, we got a Rage 2 trailer. So before last week's leak, did you ever think this one was good?
1: No. Nope, 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 nope,
0: <laughs> So I worked at GameStop, worked with Sammy B, and that was like the, I wouldn't say the butt of many jokes. That's not fair to say, because the game was not terrible. It didn't do great commercially. It didn't sell very well, but uh, review-wise, it was like middle of the pack. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Serviceable. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, me and that game went—it just dropped in price so fast. Yeah, the the trading credit on that was whoop, out the door.
1: A month later, twenty nine ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. So
1: the old Resident Evil six yeah, situation.
0: It looks. Uh, this trailer was very colorful. It was, by the way. Uh, we we so we think that's Andrew WK. That's what, what I, I the, thought. That was the the, the music in the background. It sounds I love like the music. him. I uh, this is this looks very different in tone. It
1: uh, kind of reminds me of like when, what was it? Well, Dead Rising did that at one point. Dead Rising went, went f- more fun. Yeah, just ridiculous. It, it, it kind of reminds me of Sunset Overdrive too, even though Sunset Overdrive oh, yeah. wasn't original IP. But just you know, just going to something absolutely bonkers, outrageous, um, more you know, more comedic than serious and gritty, and you know,
0: yeah, hmm. I. I feel like the first game had a tone of like Mad Max a little bit.
1: Oh yeah, dude! It looked like Mad Max. It was like a video game ripoff of Mad Max. Exactly. One hundred percent.
0: Yeah, and uh, this one, you're right. You're very right with that with the colors with what they're doing there. So we'll we'll see what that looks like. And when did the first one come out? Two thousand fifteen. No, we're uh, we're. Oh, even, dude. So I was at GameStop. It was the fall of 2011. oh jeez two thousand okay I yeah. was way off I would
1: say I thought I was trying to capitalize on the um, Mad Max Fury Road release which was summer two thousand fifteen but
0: everyone says that's an underrated game I never got around to it
1: the, the Mad Max game mm-hmm. never played it yeah I never played it I, I don't know. can't imagine it was that great
0: I, I wouldn't say now, it was great. now the
1: now the movie, no, the movie on the other
0: wonderful. hand I <laughs> I loved it Me too. I had no idea what to expect that was the first Mad Max I ever saw yeah. you wrote the review for it I remember I did it was just exactly how i felt about it it was really good it? i adored that movie yeah that, it was uh under the radar to a point i wish more people got into it yeah i think the hardcore geeks out there got you know went and saw it. everyone who goes sure. to those movies but i would encourage you to go start with that one
1: well it made, it made enough money for them to get a sequel and then the whole um debacle between warner brothers and the director george miller happened so that's why that's been in developmental hell yeah I mean they they want to do it he wants to do a sequel but he also wants the money that he was kind of you know supposedly promised that he hasn't gotten yet so that's why that franchise is in limbo
0: Time will tell <laughs> time will tell one of these days it'll either be a breakthrough or they'll move on without him and it won't be as good
1: We'll bring back a 55-year-old Tom Hardy and he'll be even more grizzled than ever Yes Sounds good to me <laughs> And still jacked out of his mind
0: Yeah seriously <laughs> Uh, dude's got a lot going on
1: ever since he balked up for bane it feels like he's never lost that muscle
0: i think he was like i'm
1: gonna keep this <laughs> yeah exactly
0: <laughs> i think this works for me cool so lots going on here in the gaming world for the geekiverse uh, we're gonna step away for just one moment we'll be right back but when we get back we are gonna talk about our e3 predictions for next month's electronic entertainment expo showcase What's up, Geeks? Josiah Leroy here. The Geekiverse is proud to sponsor Nickel City Con 2018. Nickel City Con is Buffalo's premier Comic-Con and takes place May 18th, 19th, and 20th at the Buffalo Niagara Convention Center. Come say hi to us at our booth and win some prizes. Join us for one of our live workshops that includes Star Wars trivia, Cosplay 101, and a live podcast. Or take in one of our celebrity panels that feature Richard Dreyfuss, John Heater, and Stranger Things' Shannon Purser, just to name a few. View the fall lineup at thegeekiverse.com. Get your three-day pass right now at nickelcitycon.com, and we'll see you there. And getting back to G3 here, uh, we are going to talk about our predictions for... E3 coming up in June, just a few short weeks away. The Geekiverse will have you covered. Keep it locked to thegeekiverse.com and on youtube.com slash thegeekiverse. We're going to have loads of videos, probably more videos than you'll ever see for the rest of the year combined from us in terms of coverage. Uh, We're going to have a home war room, which will be co-led by Jeff and then Seth Zielinski here. And then we're going to also, Adam her and I will be on the ground in Los Angeles for the event. Uh, We get to be at Microsoft's press conference. This is really, really exciting this year. So, I look forward to that. Uh, I don't look forward to spending a week in the hotel with Adam, but oh, well, uh, who would? Yeah. I mean, you know, that's kind of yeah, hell on yeah, earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is what it is. It's the price you pay. <laughs> uh, one thing I forgot to mention in terms of news uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4. This week, Treyarch is going to be live streaming an event to reveal more on the game. Uh, actually reveal the game technically because they've only shown graphics so far, but that's going to be May 17th. So you can tune into that. Uh, follow call of duty on Twitter for all the latest there. Prediction time. This is one of my favorite episodes that we do all year, uh, getting through all the predictions that we do. It's always fun to predict star Wars movies as well, but this one is always tough because there's so much that can happen and the stuff we have no idea about that in a month, we'll be like, Oh my gosh, it just changes the landscape of, of the gaming world. Mr. Pavlov, do you want to go first? You want to rotate off one? More? Yeah, okay. yeah.
1: I'm fine with that.
0: All right. Well, you got to send me these afterwards so we can write them into the website. Oh, of course. So right, we right, right. Have to scramble next year. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, prediction number one, Jeff. What's it is, happening?
1: It is something that I said earlier this year. Um, we know that Super Smash Brothers for Switch is going to kind of be like the centerpiece uh, software for Nintendo this year. Um, at their conference and all their showings. Um, I am convinced that it's a brand new game. I don't think it's a port of Super Smash Brothers for Wii U. I do think it'll use a lot of the assets from that game. Um, a lot of the game modes, graphics, mechanics, things like that. But I do think it is um, a brand new game altogether. Kind of in the way that, like, say, Splatoon 2 was to Splatoon on the Wii U. Um, and I think there's still a lot of evidence that backs this up. The fact that Nintendo outright has not been upfront about this being a port. you know they're, they're never afraid to say that something's a port even though they've gone port happy lately. Um, they have a brand new title font and a, a, a new copyright for this game, um, unlike their other ports which their copyrights referenced when the original game released. This one does not have that. The biggest one of all, though, um, I would say is that the longtime series director Masahiro Sakurai uh, implied on Twitter that he's been working on this game for a little while. And I do not think that he would have worked on this if it were strictly a port. I, I don't see why he would be devoting a lot of developmental time to this if this was just taking the Wii U version and dropping it on the Switch. So I think this is a brand new Super Smash Bros. game, and I'm I, like Nintendo has suggested, it's more than likely going to launch this year. I say that's like a November release.
0: So, originally, I definitely thought this was going to be a port in the way that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe was. Sure. A port, port, but really, you know, the the complete version of the game with everything added on. So, I don't know, as time goes on, what we're going to get with this, because I thought we were going to hear more about it by now. Um, I assume we're going to hear about that at E3 at this point, and um, I don't know. I could go either way, but... it feels more like a new game the more time passes.
1: I mean, Nintendo's done some wacky stuff in the past, but I just don't see them using a port or a definitive edition as their centerpiece software for an E3 showing. I think it's got to be something, you know, pretty monumental.
0: I hope so. Um, uh, that would that would be another nice reason to own a Switch this year. Not that there's lacking anymore, but you know I'm just saying. Uh, I, that would just bolster the lineup. I hear you. All right, number one for me. Uh, we are going to see the announcement of Square Enix's Marvel game. Ah. So they, uh, we know that they are developing a Marvel game. There's almost like a video game universe going on with Marvel these days. We had uh, Telltale's Guardians of the Galaxy. We had, uh, or we have coming out, Insomniac's Spider Man PS4 game. Just feels like this is the right time to get this announcement for me. Don't know anything that it's about. I feel like it's going to be Avenger centric somehow. I really, I have no idea what to expect, but I believe we're gonna finally see that Square Enix has a, a full E3 presentation this year. Uh, it, it just, it makes sense that we're gonna get that release. I'm not gonna predict the actual uh, release window for it because I, you know, we don't know anything uh, about it really yet. But I, I believe that that's coming, and especially with what happened with uh, Avengers Infinity War in, in terms of the hype and how that has just taken the franchise to yet another new level. I think they're going to try to capitalize on that in between both Infinity War and then Avengers 4 here. Yeah. Even if they don't release the game in that time frame. Right. I think that's where we're going with it. Just get the word out there. Yep. I think people who normally wouldn't buy the game or even think about the game uh, are just hopped up on everything Infinity War right now. I would agree. Whether it's comics, which is a great time to jump into that, or into the video games medium, I don't think they could be in a better spot. Mr. Pavlov. Prediction number two for you.
1: I'll stick on the superhero train while we're on that. Um, I do think we're going to finally see whatever Rocksteady has been working on. It's been three years now since Arkham Knight came out. So they we, they they've been they've been working on something that's that's a given they they had to have been putting something together all this time I think we're gonna finally see it now at E3 and I believe um, that the rumor going around recently is true that it is actually an open world Superman game um, kind of making up for the disaster that is infamous from Superman sixty four but I I do believe um, there's a lot of credence to the rumor that this is an open, open world Superman game. Um, it feels like this year, DC uh, and Warner Brothers, too, because obviously the, the uh, partnership there, they're really, really hyping Superman. Um, Action Comics, which is the comic series that Superman debuted in, celebrated its 1,000th issue just the other month. Um, they had a big thing for that Krypton launch this year you've got the rumor now or you know rumors starting to heat up that man of steel 2 is entering production looking at a 2020 release date looking at actors uh henry cavill has been um talking lately and i think if dc is as serious as they appear to be with um sticking superman kind of back into the mainstream which he is you know really fallen out of you know in comparison to batman even comparison to wonder woman within the last year um I think it would make sense then to make a triple-A uh, blockbuster video game, and especially with the guys at Rocksteady, guys and girls at Rocksteady behind this.
0: Oh, I would love this. <laughs> I, I'm a huge fan of Rocksteady. Yeah. If for no other reason that the Arkham series is my favorite of all time, if, if you've listened to any Geekiverse stuff ever, you know that to be true, Batman Arkham City is my favorite game ever. I think um, I feel like the next evolution for them is totally Superman or they. They do a new IP altogether, Right. but they did such a good job with the licensed property of Batman itself, where there was really no like wonderful, awesome Batman game before Arkham Asylum came out in oh9 That it, I think this is the time to go. We're almost ten years later, right? So uh, sign me up for that. I'd be super, super excited. And you and I talked pre-show.
1: Rocksteady's got to be working on something. They yeah, they have to be. I mean, there's there's no way they've been just been sitting on their hands for the last three years. And, and this would be the perfect time now to show it off. There's got to be something coming.
0: Do you think it'll happen on Sony or Microsoft? That's stage? a
1: very good question. Maybe maybe they do Microsoft because Sony is going to be really hyping Spider-Man so much. Maybe, ah, they, maybe they go that route. I, I don't know.
0: That's a good call. I was going to say Microsoft is teasing a lot of big things this year. Don't yeah. know what that means. But I feel like they've been really lacking in years past on their E3 presentations in terms of WoW factor, mm-hmm. where Sony has just kind of smooth sailed its way through whether right. it was God of War, Spider Man, even Crash Bandicoot two years ago, like they've just been killing it. Right. So I, uh, I I hope we get that from Microsoft where they're laying out here's what our next three years are gonna look like. Sure. Because uh, we need more not necessarily, I, I I struggle to say if we need more Xbox exclusivity, but they need some killer first party apps right now. More than ever, right? Uh, so, Rocksteady Superman game would be beautiful for me. Leading into Microsoft again, um, I predict this may not be crazy, but the second half I think might be that Halo Six will become officially announced. Not crazy at all, but the crazy part is that it releases this fall. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I went back and forth. Well, I, I, you think they're going to put it what, up against what, Red Dead? And,
1: I say, what constitutes fall for you? What month are you saying?
0: I think before the year is over. So I think there's no way it's not in October or November. Okay, that's... I mean, Halo has also been... I think some of it released in September, but honestly, I don't see that happening.
1: I could see a late October, early November release without...
0: I think November would be the sweet spot because Call of Duty moved up to October to get out of the way of Red Dead, and Red Dead is the end the last week of October. And we haven't also heard of... When Battlefield 5, if, if that's what the Battlefield game is, is mm-hmm. coming out. We know that DICE is going to be talking about a Battlefield game right. That's that's been reported on Electronic Arts earning calls. It's just a matter of when everything's going to fall in, and November's pretty wide open right now. Yeah. My thought is, if not, what is Microf- Microsoft's killer first-party app? Crackdown? No. Keeps getting delayed. You know, Who knows when that's ever going to come out? That was supposed to come out last year. Um, and... On top of it, I think it's a really, really, really nice app to get for the Xbox One X. Not that that system's been lacking in sales; it's had a really good. No, it's you
1: know single-handedly revi- revitalized the yeah. Xbox One X brand.
0: It has, it has. They've they've been killing it, and I think uh, I think that's just it. It we're not going to get Gears of War just yet. I think that we're going to rotate Halo in Gears of War because we got Gears of War for what two thousand sixteen. Yeah, because it wasn't last fall. So, that's where I'm going with that one. Okay, Master Chief on stage, final game in this trilogy. Here, we'll see what happens.
1: Look, there's only so many months in the year. You can't be afraid that your your game's going to get cannibalized. No, by other. You got you got to be confident that your property is going to find an audience. And or especially with Halo, this is you know this is no rinky dink you know indie promotion. This is one of the that's one of the biggest properties in gaming.
0: And that would move some units, and I think it'd come at the right time, as long as they're not rushing it. And uh, I, I don't know. We, we've heard nothing on it. And Halo 5 would have been 2015 at this point. Okay. Halo 4 would have been 2012. So the natural evolution, if you're looking at that, would be now. We'll got, see.
1: You got to believe in your product.
0: Got to believe in it. Number three for you, Pavlov. What do we got?
1: I'm going to say that we're finally going to see some gameplay for Metroid Prime 4, which was announced at Nintendo's e3 uh presentation last year probably the biggest uh announcement from them because everybody and their sister thought that that franchise was dead oh yeah nintendo it was extremely careless with the franchise for a very long time after metroid prime 3 release, which i believe now was summer 2008 if i got the time right because it was within the first year or so of the original wii um all they showed last year was, you know, just the title and a very, very brief teaser. But that sent everybody into a rup, uh, uproar that that's yeah. coming back. Um, so I think we see some gameplay now. You know, probably a full trailer, and um, I, I don't expect to see it out this year. Um, but I can see it being an early 2019 release. So I think that's how they uh, show this one off to us.
0: Yeah, I think I could see that happening. Even maybe fall of next next year. That could be their kind of their big game.
1: Yeah. Uh, it would be a, it's a big game in the sense that I definitely think it's got the quality to be their big game, but Metroid is not a crazy seller like say Mario, Zelda, right. or Pokemon is. Um, specifically, um, Metroid for whatever reason has a very difficult time finding an audience in Japan. It's always done significantly better in the West than it does in Japan, and that um, you know, not surprisingly, um, has a big impact on the way that Nintendo views a property you know, if it doesn't do well in Japan. Um,
0: well, I, I, I'd be uh, all about it, though. Right. So I'm I g- At that, that time frame.
1: Yeah, I, I expect it to be, you know, I, I'm crazy excited about it. You know, the Metroid Prime trilogy is one of my all-time favorite series of video games. I personally think it's the best series of three games in the history of gaming. Um, but I would never expect them to use that as, like, their marquee holiday title. I would see that as, like, a big spring title, um, an early fall title, but I think they would use something more mainstream, like say Pokemon, Zelda, Mario, for a or Smash Brothers for you know a holiday title.
0: I think in recent years publishers have finally figured out that they could space these out, not cram yeah. them into October, November, exactly. even September, because uh, the springs have been just as volatile and been busy as the falls have been. So Legend of Zelda did very well in March yeah. of last year. I think that's that's maybe your spot for it.
1: Breath of the Wild officially became the highest selling Zelda title just recently when Nintendo released some of their um, new earnings reports. That's saying a lot. Yeah, as the individual, because um, I still think like the combined units of Twilight Princess from GameCube and Wii outsold it, but like as one individual title, or actually no, maybe not, because I want to say it's like over nine million now. Um, for Breath of the Wild, just on Switch, not even counting the Wii U versions, which were like, I think, over a million too
0: at the time. Probably. Yeah. That's insane to think about. Yeah. But, uh, you know, kudos to them. And hopefully we get that next spring then. Uh, for me, for prediction number three, so we know we're going to see Death Stranding at Sony's uh, press conference.
1: It's going to be another 20 minute trailer or cutscene, whatever you want to call I it. I
0: predict, as I have written down, another weird DS trailer. <laughs> But no gameplay. Uh, (laughs) I'm just...
1: Dude, you know what? I buy that 100%.
0: (laughs) Part of me thinks, how could they mention that they're going to bring it and not show gameplay? But at the same time, they they keep building these ridiculous cinematic trailers that... I guess my prediction really should be that we're going to have another weird DS trailer... But we're still going to have no freaking clue what this game is about. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's where we're going to get to. Or maybe they even pull another celebrity into the game that we had no idea about. Right. Because <laughs> we got Norman Reedus. We got Mads Mikkelsen already. Uh, I, you know, who's next? We'll see.
1: They throw Daniel Day-Lewis in there somehow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. That would be hilarious. But that's uh, that's what I think. I, I we know nothing about this game. It's amazing how much merch has sold. By the way, at E three last year, Seth must have cleaned them out. They had so much Death Stranding stuff in Kojima Productions. Yeah, and well, that, like, geez, they, you know they're kind of riding on this this hype a little bit. But it's sooner or later, you gotta put something out there. I know we're only two years from the announcement, but right, eh,
1: you know. I, I tell you what, that just really speaks to Kojima's um, influence on the industry.
0: That's a good way how, to put it. I mean, yeah.
1: The guy makes, you know, his first um original property in many, many years and people just lose their minds over it, even though we haven't seen a lick of gameplay footage.
0: We have no idea. Nobody has any idea yeah, what it's that's, about. It's always weird. Right.
1: That's the other thing. Nobody even knows what this is about. It's not like, you know, you can pinpoint, you know, what this world is like, or what's going on, We're what's what the concept? What's the premise?
0: It's just With <laughs> him making those those trailers too, you wonder if he didn't know <laughs> what it was about. Yeah. So I don't know. I, the Mads Mikkelsen one was awesome. I thought that yeah. I, th- I think that was at the Game Awards when that came out.
1: Yes, I feel like we I, all I watched it right. on my TV.
0: Yeah, that was really really cool. Um, that you know that sold me more than the Norman Reedus ones because I'm like, what is going on?
1: I think it's so cool that they got, you their actors. I, I believe both um, Norman Reedus is in his mid 40s, and Mad, Mads Mikkelsen is either in his early 50s, maybe mid 50s. But how I think it's really cool that they got actors of their age to uh, commit to this. Oh yeah, because usually I mean, unfortunately, and I don't want to stereotype, but video games are not commonly associated with that age group. No, no, no. You know, it's there's still that stigma that video games are for kids or teenagers, young adults, yada yada. Um, So I think it's really cool to see, especially established actors. I mean, you know, both of them, they don't need this game to have successful acting careers. So I think, but I think it's really cool, and I think that speaks to Kojima's influence again—that um, these guys want to work with him; that they see him as such a artistic genius and visionary.
0: You no, know, it really does. I was uh, I was reading up on Kojima a few years ago when this news was breaking, and like his sleep schedule is ridiculous; like he barely sleeps at all. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> it's like a few hours a night, and it's all he needs. But he watches a new movie every day. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that still is going on. I can't remember where I read this. If I if I recall, I'll put the link in the article on the website for this podcast. But he, uh, yeah, he watches a new movie every day to kind of just gain insight and influence and, and to differentiate, I guess. Kind of in a kind of amazing. I like the no sleep thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, but well, right. you can kind
1: of speak to that. Yes, I can. I've always wondered what the heck your sleep schedule is like.
0: You know, this year I've gotten into a much, much better sleep schedule. I was like, I can't do this two years in a row. But uh, I don't know. So we'll see as the year goes on. I don't think that's going to hold up.
1: We can sleep when we're dead.
0: That's right. Well, time is of the essence here <laughs> with the Geekiverse. Number four for you. What do we got going on, Pav?
1: Um, I'm going to stick with my bread and butter, Nintendo-related. I don't think we see that Pokemon Switch game that they announced last year. They do have a 3D um mainline pokemon game in development kind of like how red blue was uh you know sun moon on the 3ds so a flagship pokemon game is in development for the switch i don't think we actually see it though this year and there's a lot of people who are speculating that it actually releases this year i i just don't buy it Uh, i'm with you i mean last year they announced it and they didn't even give us a name um logo or anything of that nature. It was literally the uh producer of the Pokemon franchise sitting on screen telling us, hey, there is a Pokemon game in development. <laughs> yeah. Basically. I mean like, you know, Metroid Prime Four at least got a title screen or, you know, like a We teaser. got to Photoshop. Right. Yeah. We exactly they it got to Photoshop. We didn't get anything of that for Pokemon. So I don't think we even see anything this year. And you know if they have metroid Prime 4 at this e3, if they have super Smash Bros um if they have other games that I'll briefly talk about possibly at some point on this podcast, I think um you would have too much then because Pokemon is in my opinion Nintendo's biggest franchise even more so than Mario. So I think if you drop Pokemon in that everything else gets overshadowed, especially this Pokemon game like this isn't you know this isn't a spinoff this is the kind of pokemon game that people have been asking for for decades yeah so i i don't think i don't think nintendo risks having everything else be overshadowed by this by showing it off the c3
0: they're in no rush they don't need to that's the other thing they don't
1: need to switch is doing fine
0: switch is killing it right now that's for sure Uh, Before I get to my fourth prediction, I just want to remind people, uh, the Geekiverse celebrated its fourth anniversary this week, so four years to us. Woo-woo! Very excited. Many long nights, lots and lots of laughs, fun events, uh, arguments, you know, all all in good jest. Anyway, uh, you can support us by going to thegeekiverse.storeenvy.com and there... The store... Yeah, that's the right URL. Anyway, I always, <laughs> I always mix that up. Anyway, thegeekiverse.storynv.com, that's one E, and what we have is a limited edition, limited run, fourth anniversary t-shirt that is modeled after some of your favorite comic book movies. Uh, te- check that out. It's only $10 right now. Uh, you can get that in our store, or you can pick up one at Nickel City Con in Buffalo, New York, this coming weekend, which is going to be May 18th, 19th, and 20th. The other thing I want to mention regarding the fourth anniversary, you can pick up that shirt by becoming a Patreon subscriber. Basically, uh, Patreon.com allows you to to uh, get a different levels of perks by going to the the Geekiverse's page, finding your perk level, and subscribing. As little as a dollar a month, you can go ahead and support us. It helps keep the lights on. At the ten dollar a month level, that's the ten dollar a month level. Uh, if you end up signing up, you will get this shirt for free, along with another Geekiverse shirt. So that's two shirts for free there, uh, along with all the other perks that will be listed. That's patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com p a t r e o n dot com slash the Geekiverse. We'd appreciate the support. All right, what does pa- what does Patreon help us do? Keeps the lights on. That's right, and the lights are they're, they're flickering, folks. <laughs> they're flickering. We don't know. No, we're uh, we'd appreciate that. Somebody there.
1: call the damn electric company.
0: <laughs> damn it. So, number four for me, um, okay, I'm looking at my list here. I've got three left, but I'm going to have to whittle it down here. Do you want to see me go safe or go? I have a safe one, a moderate one, and a crazy one. Go crazy. Go crazy. That's, okay. that's, that's the point of these. I'm going to save my crazy one then for the number five. So, number four, I'm going to go with, so we got uh, Rage 2 announced and leaked by Bethesda. Mm-hmm. Did you see how that was leaked, by the way? No. How? Okay. Walmart oh, uh, geez. <laughs> in Canada uh-huh. put a listing up for it, and it was just generic text, and Bethesda s- tweeted them and said, Walmart, you got it all wrong. You can go ahead and-, and search it on Twitter, and basically, they circled it with like Microsoft Paint and said, you have the font wrong, and this and that, and two is in the title. Um, it was really, really funny, and they kind of just dug into it, uh-huh. and then they started Teasing images from the game that were super colorful, like the neons, the yellows, the pinks that you mm-hmm. saw in the trailer. So kudos to Bethesda for turning that situation into something fun.
1: Yeah, making making the most out of a bad situation, huh?
0: Exactly. With Bethesda, I predict. Oh man, I don't know if this is going to happen or not. We will get the Elder Scrolls Six announcement, and it will release this fall. Oh, so I'm wait jamming, that wait I'm, that's your moderate that's my mind i would have no, no, no. said that's your next cra- one people won't care about as much but i think it's crazier than this one okay because everyone cares about elder scrolls in some capacity whether you like the franchise or not uh-huh uh, i you know fallout's not happening yet unless we get a fall off fallout off like new vegas mm. maybe you gotta think about that but anyway that's where i'm going with this i think uh they don't usually announce games. It feels like to me that come out the next year. Feels like they announce them and they come out then. So, uh, that's where I'm going with this. I'm going to go Elder Scrolls 6 coming out this fall. Maybe that's what the November release is. I don't know. I can't be right on both Halo and Elder Scrolls. I got to I got to pick one of them for shock factor there.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Todd Howard's up to something these days. We'll okay. see what happens. Okay. Number 4 for you, Pavluck.
1: Okay. Um this I think this would uh, quantify as being crazy. I'm gonna say <sighs> director, Fumu- sorry, Fumito Ueda and SIE Japan Studio, who last made The Last Guardian, <laughs> are gonna show off whatever they've been working on at this E3. And maybe it comes out next year. So after Come on! after hold on hold on. Me, the craziest thing
0: that's yeah yeah, yeah. Let me ra-
1: let me all rationalize right, right, this. All right, all right, after right. the decade that it took to get Last <laughs> Guardian out, they sat down and said, "Okay, guys, we got to really you know go pedal to the metal for this next game." So they you know they they uh, they changed their schedule, you know, changed the workout regimen, something like that. Uh, time allocation, what is it? Oh, time management. That's the phrase I'm looking for. They went to some classes for that. So stop sitting on their hands. Yeah, they uh, they got this new one out a little bit quicker, and we see whatever they've been working on now. Well, wasn't Last Guardian
0: announced while the PS2 was still selling.
1: I don't think it was that. Well, okay, so it might have been because when, I mean when PS2 I say selling. I mean, yeah, yeah, in production. It's it, yeah, it's a, that's actually very possible. Oh my! Because it was definitely a PS3 um, okay, era. The so PS3 era when the they announced makers of it.
0: The Last Guardian are going to announce a game, and it's going to come out during the PS6 era.
1: You, I mean, you honestly might be right about the PS2 part because Last Guardian was announced at E3 2009.
0: Oh no! Yeah, I mean, it
1: still might have been in production
0: uh okay yeah maybe i can let let's
1: uh, take a like quick a, look at when yeah, playstation little, was little,
0: uh, veer off course on that one because i mean playstation
1: 2 lasted far longer than any of the other consoles at that time I, that's um
0: juggernauts of a system it's yeah it's just that, it's, insane.
1: let's see well i it was in it was still oh yeah here we go uh discontinued in japan december 28th 2012 discontinued worldwide January 4th, 2013. What? Yeah.
0: Holy crap. So, it was announced with four years to go, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, because I mean, by that point... It the was the p- PS2 Slims and all that.
1: Yeah, because... And also, the PS3 was, what, three years into its life cycle at that point? Sorry, two and a half, really, at that point? So, it was, it was still it was, uh, what, relatively 2006? early. Yeah. yeah. Or, sorry, 2009 was when Last Guardian was announced.
0: Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I, uh... I, I, I said hope that, I'm like, wrong. I think you're crazy. Like I said, they
1: went to some time management classes. They, they, they got everything worked out.
0: <laughs> Sony single-handedly did it themselves. <laughs> Guys, this can't happen again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Even Kingdom Hearts 3 is laughing at you. Okay. So.
1: You going to try and out-crazy that? Good luck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was your fifth one, actually. Yes, it was. Yeah, I don't know why I said four. My, uh, my fifth one is, well, this is not nearly as crazy. Yeah, it's, it's not at all. But what I've kind of felt for a long time, and maybe it's just something I want to see on my wish list, but EA and Telltale Games will cross over to produce a Star Wars game, a five-episode series based in a galaxy far, far away that would be canon and takes place between episodes six and seven. There's a lot of stuff happening between six and seven nowadays. We have John Favreau's live-action series, seven years after Return of the Jedi, We have Resistance, which is the cartoon-slash-animation-slash-anime that's coming up. And that's supposed to take place even further along in the timeline. We're starting to get some novels and and books and comics that are filling in that time frame. Why not a video game as well?
1: Do you think it follows the, like, point-and-click, choose-your-adventure style that Telltale is known for? Do you think it goes into a different genre or different, yeah?
0: I don't think they would deviate from that or be able to because of how much they have in production it just feels like they never have time to work on their game engine i will say this certain you know certain games of theirs have maybe fallen flatter in years past like walking dead i think is the holy grail of their gaming with how emotionally wonderful that story is Uh, but batman uh the second season of batman the enemy within i thought that the combat in that was really really good so it, it is all quick time events so as far as quick time events go, I thought the combat was good because it gave you options that really affected the gameplay, but were cinematic and didn't feel like it was freezing and bumping along like they had in the past. So I could see that happening with lightsaber duels, or you know, maybe like a, a blaster fight at a cantina, something like that. Yeah. Um, I a speeder chase, something. Sure. It feels like Telltale would be in that area, and I like their usual art style for games like that. Yeah. So to have that, and maybe even have like a a uh, classic character from the Resistance come through like Poe or Leia. I think that would be really, really cool. Okay. Um, EA owns the license for another five years, <sighs> but <laughs> maybe Disney goes, "Hey, knuckleheads, you owe us one after the Battlefront Two debacle." Ah, uh, the Charles, the Charles Barkley. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe, maybe they cross over there and produce something together. Maybe Telltale gets a portion of the the profits. Uh, who knows? But that's uh, that's where I'm going with that one. I think I think that would be fun.
1: I think I out you. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: easily. <laughs> I, I, Elder Scrolls 6, I, I don't know. I feel like that's just middle of the road. We shall I see. I could
1: see that being announced. I do not see it coming out this year, though.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Too far away.
1: did Fallout too...
0: come out the same year, I think?
1: I would say Fallout and Elder Scrolls are on two very different levels. Well,
0: I mean, oh, I got you. Yeah. So you're saying in terms of production time?
1: Uh. I mean, just overall prestige, um, I feel depth. like they're
0: almost equal, but in different arenas or different audiences.
1: Yeah, but one audience, I would guarantee you, is much larger than the other.
0: Elder Scrolls, you think? Oh, yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah. If we're talking which one is more mainstream, Elder Scrolls all day.
0: Interesting. It's got a weird dynamic where it's mainstream, yet so so deeply fantasy. It's, it's kind of crazy. Hey, Lindy, what's up? That uh. dog is
1: not happy about something.
0: Not happy. Hey, you're, his prediction of barking out the window. Yeah, see? Uh-huh. So one of us is getting stuff right for sure this year. All right, so uh, we've got some good predictions there. Maybe they're not good predictions. They might be terrible. They could be terrible. I'd like to get at least three right this year. You know, We'll, we'll see what happens. Don't know how we did last year, but we're going to track it this year, damn it. We're finally going to do it. Any final thoughts on pre-E3 discussion?
1: I am really really pumped for this E3 man me too let's get to it I blood what's going you and Adam are going to be on the ground you will be in the uh, theater for Microsoft's press conference I am really hoping that Nintendo goes two for two this is the lo- it's been the longest time since they've had two solid e3s in a row I hope they can keep the momentum for the switch going and I hope some of our wild predictions actually turn out to be true oh,
0: me too me too that would be wonderful a, a lot of these I think in part we want yeah some of the negative ones maybe not so much like i i don't i don't want to not see the gameplay for death stranding but who knows so all right tell us your thoughts on e3 give us some predictions list them in the comments below whether you're on facebook twitter instagram or even right on our website at thegeekiverse.com. because we want to hear from you we want to we want to debate with you i think that'd be fun that we'll bring up some of the best predictions on the show next month so Lots to get to for us here at the Geekiverse. Uh, this week we've got Nickel City Con. If you're in the Buffalo, New York area, come out. You're not going to find a better value or a better con in the area or, honestly, very close. Niagara Falls is probably the next best one. Yeah. Um, you know, those are very comparable on a, a more national scale. We will
1: definitely see people from across the border come to this.
0: Yes, we will. Um, it's going to be a big crowd. So we've got a lot going on there. You'll be able to see the Geekiverse everywhere. We've got a booth. Come meet us. We'd love to uh, introduce ourselves to you and vice versa. Uh, Jeff has the debut of his book coming out. So you can come meet him, uh, get a signature, purchase his book. Jeff, why don't you tell fans a little bit about the book and uh, really what's going on with it?
1: Yeah. It is the first book in a trilogy. It is high fantasy, young adult, um, The series is called The Legend of Light. This first book is titled The Echoes of Light. Anyone who is a fan of such series like The Legend of Zelda, Earthsea, Chronicles of Narnia, uh, Shannara, I think this will be right up your alley. If you are looking uh, for something new to read, uh, lots of magic, lots of action involved, I think you will definitely enjoy this. Especially if you like high fantasy with a little bit of a twist on it. Um, You won't find... Elves, dwarves, orcs, or anything like that. In this, um, all creatures and different forms of magic in this are things you've never seen before. Um, so I would appreciate—I would really, absolutely love to see um, as many people as possible stop out at the booth. I will sign a copy for you, and uh, love to tell you more about it there. Then too,
0: you can read the first five chapters of the book right now at thegeekiverse.com. So be sure to check that out. Uh, you won't be disappointed, and you'll be able to get a little bit of a, a taste of what's going on with that. So uh additionally we're going to be hosting a lot of the celebrity panels this weekend at nickel city con Uh, myself i'm going to be sitting down with napoleon dynamite himself john heater or as i more recognize him from and appreciate him for blades of glory and the benchwarmers just some mid-2000s you know kind of b-side comedies i guess they were fun uh additionally jeff and i are going to be sitting down with renowned voice actor steve blum that's going to be exciting so after this jeff and i are kind of plotting out our course with that conversation uh john uh, let's see jeff is also sitting down with john kassir and the young bucks that's right so a little bit of everything for you oh
1: yeah cannot <laughs> Video wait Video
0: games horror we've got uh, wrestling
1: the best tag team in pro wrestling going today
0: that's gonna be a lot of fun uh so you can check us out there i'm also gonna be hosting star wars trivia on three separate nights check us out uh probably in the, the lower levels of the con there at the buffalo niagara convention center Right now at, uh, store, like we mentioned earlier, thegeekiverse.storenvy.com, we have our fourth anniversary T-shirt up for a limited time. Once it's gone, it is gone, folks. Get that design now. It's only $10 plus shipping and handling. Also, you can visit us at Nickel City Kind and get a copy or uh, get a shirt for yourself, get one for a loved one there. Last thing, you can go to patreon.com slash thegeekiverse, sign up for the $10 a month level there, and you'll get the shirt for free. Jeff, what's going on with the Geekiverse for you in terms of content that we can plug? Uh,
1: well, when I'm not prepping for Nickel City Con this week... Um, I'm going to have a top 10 list of the 10 characters I want to see in a Hyrule Warriors sequel. Hyrule Warriors Definitive, sorry, Ultimate Edition comes out on the Switch this Friday. That was a game that combined the Dynasty Warriors franchise with the Legend of Zelda franchise. Um, if they ever do a true sequel, I got a list saying what 10 characters from across Legend of Zelda that I want to see in it.
0: That'll be popular. Ah, yeah. <laughs> That'll make the, the rounds on the internet. <laughs> yeah, Zelda, Zelda
1: always gets people interested.
0: <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, I look forward to seeing that one myself. Uh, for myself, I uh, just wrote up a review for God of War. Spoiler alert, that is the second game I've ever given a 10 out of 10 to. Don't give those away lightly. So in my four years of writing content for our website, that is the second time. Uh, it is worth every penny, every minute that you play the game. Go check that out. I'd appreciate that. We'll have a lot of good content coming up this week and next month in Los Angeles. I will be on the floor, like we said, in E3. So you'll have a lot of videos from me and Adam right in Los Angeles. But you're also going to get a ton of videos from the home crew here at the War Room, featuring Jeff, Seth, Sammy B, and your favorite crew of geeks all the way through for our video game division. Well, buckle up. This is our uh, our holiday time of year, basically with Nickel City and E3. Keep it locked to thegeekiverse.com for all the latest on everything Comic Con and E3 and video game related. We really appreciate you for listening. For Jeff Pavlok, I'm Josiah. We'll catch you next month.